This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. CBS From CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. Oh, baby. Well, it's not exactly DA, it's Moraz, it's Bogus here. On the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio, coast to coast, Sirius XM 158, free on the Odyssey app. On Twitch, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Let's have at it, baby. Our next guest, it's NBA Draft Day, folks. Adam Finkelstein is the director of scouting for 24-7 Sports. He's a college basketball insider for CBS Sports HQ. And you can watch CBS Sports HQ's coverage of the NBA Draft beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. We're Adam alongside Matt Norlander, Avery Johnson, and Gary Parish, and Tim Doyle will provide instant pick analysis and break down the storylines all night long. Adam, welcome aboard, man. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. So let's start here. Obviously, you're a director of scouting 24-7 sports. You've done a lot of college basketball work. But here we are, top half of the draft, or really the top, you know, six or so picks projected right now. Outside of Brandon Miller, not a lot of, you know, college basketball players. So let's just start before we get into the picks part of this. Do you feel like, you know, from the outside, there might be generally more curiosity or dare I say less buzz based on a lot of these guys we just frankly haven't seen? You know, that that's really a terrific point because this, this draft, everybody's talking about Wembenyama and for good reason, but historically speaking, uh, we're going to have less college players go in the first five than, than probably ever tonight. I mean, there's a chance, albeit a small one at this point, that there's only one college player taken in the first five picks. Um, so I think certainly for the, the average college basketball fan, that, that creates a little bit less excitement. But, you know, the thing that i found the last couple of years um, – starting to to extend our evaluations to the NBA draft is there's a whole nother community of people who watch college basketball strictly for the NBA draft. Like they just follow the draft all year long. And I think for those people, there's so much anticipation about this draft because of the star power that's in it. Uh, when Benyama obviously being top of that, but Scoot, Miller, the Thompsons, I mean, all those guys are, are, are really pretty highly anticipated prospects here at the NBA level. Adam, walk me through in what in your mind is worst case scenario for Victor Webanyama. What's like what's the worst version of him in the NBA? And we love what the ceiling is, but what could the Spurs actually get on the low end of this in a worst case scenario? It could get a guy whose body doesn't hold up. I mean that that's the reality about every single prospect is we can say, you know, Wemby's the best prospect since LeBron, and, and um, plenty of people have said that, but a prospect in and of itself is not a guarantee. I mean, you remember some of the hype around guys like Yao Ming, and I'm not comparing him to Yao Ming, but, um, you know, different players who their, their bodies just didn't hold up. The, the comparison I use uh, for Wemby is, is a, a taller Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis is a player who's had a lot of injury concerns over the years and just an inability to stay consistently healthy. Um, so I think with, with him in particular, the thing that's concerning is that we've never seen someone this size before. I mean, they list him at seven foot four, but when you see him next to Rudy Gobert, it's clear he's bigger than that. So I, I'm calling him seven foot five with, a, with an eight foot wingspan, but I, I don't think anybody really knows, you know, is he Sean Bradley size? We don't know. Um, and what we do know is that we've never seen anybody this size have a ton of durability. We've also never seen anybody this size move as gracefully as he does, too. So he's really totally unprecedented in a lot of different ways. And to, to paraphrase what he said yesterday, um, 
because he knows he's something that's never been around before, it means his training program is something that people have never seen before. And that in and of itself means there's, they're doing a little bit of guess and check and just kind of evolving as we go. So the worst-case scenario is just that, that injuries become a problem for him. A lot of buzz over the last 48 hours that Brandon Miller will go number two overall to the Hornets and not Scoot Henderson. Do you think that's a mistake by Charlotte? I think you can make an argument for either prospect. What I think would be a mistake is is more about the process they got to that conclusion. So both guys came in and worked out. Supposedly Scoot worked out better than Brandon did in the first round. So they bring both back in. Uh, Michael Jordan comes in for the second round of interviews. And then Brandon works out, has a better second workout. Now for context, um, one of the things about Brandon that hasn't been especially well reported in recent months is he came down with mono. So while everybody else is going through this really intense pre-draft process where they're gaining weight, they're, they're polishing their skill set every day, he's home actually losing weight. So there wasn't, it's not really a surprise to hear that he didn't work out tremendously well. Now, I think most of the due diligence with Brandon is, is based on the intel and, and interview and stuff like that, given all that's surrounded him in the last year. Um, but my issue is, is not about Brandon over Scoot. It's about how you came to that determination. So with the second pick in the draft, if this is about, well, hey, he fits better next to LaMelo Ball, well, five years from now, if Scoot goes on to be the better player, that's not going to be an acceptable justification. You know, nobody's saying, oh, we picked Darko Milicic because he fit better with our roster. And, oh, that makes sense. You know, that's, that's not what happens in retrospect. Um, and then the other thing would be is if they really based it off a one-on-oh workout on Monday, I think that would be uh, really hard to, to defend. So I think Brandon and Scoot is very, very close, depending on what you prioritize and what you value. But to me, it's more about the process of how you came to that determination. Adam, you get the sense that anybody is actually still concerned, worried, anything about Millard, Alabama, or is all of that in the past done, settled, and it's just now about basketball? No, I think there's still concerns. I think there's a belief that they're, they're uh, not a belief, but I think that, that there's, there's a, um, a train of thought. They're, they're wondering if, if all the legal proceedings are over from a, a civil perspective. Um, I think that people have really dug into the interview. Charlotte sent a team down to Tuscaloosa to uh, investigate that specific incident. But there have also been questions about how well he's interviewed. You know, you saw him yesterday. He's kind of a, a unique <laughs> he has some unique answers i mean yesterday he said uh you know lebron james isn't his goat that's fine uh but paul george is and everybody's <laughs> like what um, so and and he said those kinds of things behind closed doors in interviews uh to a number of teams that have raised some eyebrows um you know so there have been questions that have come up throughout the course of of the uh you know the last couple of months and and again, for perspective, in high school, this guy was AAU teammates with Nick Smith, and Brandon Miller was someone who is like a freshman in high school was already identified as like a real high upside prospect. And then he just didn't get as, as it didn't improve as quickly as we thought. Now that was right in the middle of COVID, and that stunted everything. But for most of high school, we viewed him as someone who wasn't improving as much as we hoped. And so there were questions about how much does he love the game and this and that. Now, all that got erased this year at Alabama because of how dominant he was. But there, there are a couple different threads there to pull uh, when you're talking about making a multi-year, multi-million dollar commitment to, to this type of player. Adam Finkelstein will be on CBS Sports HQ's coverage beginning at 7 p.m. tonight of the NBA Draft. Adam, we are operating in a world right now where many people wildly assume outside of the top three picks there is a drop-off, an enormous drop-off in talent. We're also operating in a world where we're coming off an NBA Finals where the best player on either team was either the 30th overall pick or a second-round pick. Is there a guy in this draft we should be looking at that could go you know, later on where you say keep an eye on him and his career because his ceiling is way more than you know maybe many expect? Yeah, I think there's a number of what I would call high-risk, high-reward prospects, and, and some of them are going to hit and some of them are going to flop. And, um, you know, that begins with the Thompson brothers who, um, you know, if everything goes well, you're talking about multi-year NBA All-Stars. If everything goes – if it doesn't go well, the outcome is vastly different. Um, Taylor Hendricks is someone that, that I've uh, called attention to. You know, he's being mocked anywhere between, like, 5 and 12. Um, was a freshman at, at Central Florida this year, didn't even make the NCAA tournament, but 
um, can really, really checks a lot of boxes in terms of being a 3 and D type type uh, player right off the bat with his athleticism, shot making, and defensive mobility. Um, but, you know, believe it or not, the, the player who is probably the biggest man of mystery was teammates with Victor Wenbayama in France this year, and that is a guy named Bilal Koulibaly. And he's 18 years old. He's six foot six with a seven foot two wingspan. He's a high, high-level athlete, really plays hard. So people really buy into his DNA. He doesn't mind contact. He's physical. That's another thing that, that people are really encouraged by. Now, he has improved at a rapid rate this year, and so the sample size is really, really small. So what NBA teams are trying to figure out is, you know, is this just like, is, is this a little bit of a tease, what we've seen in the last couple of months, or is this indicative of who he's going to be and how, how much he keeps improving down the road? So he's someone that right now he's, he's being mentioned as a possible top ten pick, which is uh, vastly different than what we were talking about a month or two ago. And if he hits, if he keeps, if, if we're just – finding this rate of improvement at the beginning stages and it's going to keep going he could be someone that that really hits in a big way down the road but there's a number of these high high risk high reward type prospects it's one of the things that makes this draft so intriguing i thought you might mention one of my favorite guys i saw in person this year adam omax prosper from marquette why do nba teams seem to be liking him a bunch here late in the process so I think what you've seen with NBA teams, uh, with Denver really leading the charge on this, is, is teams recognizing that in the state of the salary cap, if you can get a player in the late first round or early second, um, you're going to get a player who's on a very reasonable contract. So historically speaking, that's when teams have taken shots on high upside guys. Can they find the next uh, Jokic? Can they find the next Draymond Green? Um, Denver did it differently last year with the 21st pick. They said, hey, we're going to take Christian Brown, spelled Braun, pronounced Brown, um, and see if we can turn him into a rotation player at what would turn out to be a very small salary in line with the the rookie um, ladder. It's already basically outlined what he's going to make. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, he was one of seven core players to get minutes in, in a team that won the NBA Finals, and he was the least expensive guy in their rotation. You saw Denver acquire a bunch of picks early second, late first to try and do the same this year, presumably to replace Bruce Brown, who's going to go cash in on a payday somewhere else. You saw the Celtics get a late first-round pick. So you've seen a lot of different teams start to move into that area. Golden State's another one that has basically come right out and said, hey, we're not drafting a kid anymore. We're going to get a college veteran who we think can come in. Omax Prosper, I think, falls into that category of someone who teams believe can come right into the draft and contribute for a spot in the rotation. It's not necessarily because they think he has a star-type upside. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll prove them wrong. But it's about the fact that he can come in, defend, be athletic enough to fit into a college game, and the fact that his offensive role doesn't have to change too much. He only averaged 12 points a game uh, last year at Marquette, and it was Tyler Kolek's show. And in the NBA – He's going to be a secondary guy. So offensively, it's less of a transition for him than it is some of these guys who've been the focal point at every stop they've made in their career to date. You can watch CBS Sports HQ's coverage of the NBA draft beginning 7 p.m. this evening where Adam Finkelstein here, along with Matt Norlander, Avery Johnson, Gary Parrish, and Tim Doyle will provide instant pick analysis and break down the storylines all night long. Now I look at that panel, Adam is there anybody you think a long night you could get a little testy with in the disagreement on a prospect? <laughs> well, Norla- I'll I tell you this. Norlander's going to be on the – like I thought I liked Derek Lively you know, because <laughs> we, we ranked him out of high school. Norlander's got him like three on his board. Um, Boone, I, I mean, I'm a UConn alum, and Boone's got Andre Jackson at like 15, and I'm like, come on, man. But like is this kid's poor family is going to start to get excited about 15. He's still got time to like run down the street before he's going to get picked. Um, so, but in all seriousness, uh, really smart team, really great guys. We've, we've, we've got um, – we, we have a lot of fun because there's a little bit of back and forth. They got me good yesterday on the podcast. I made, I made some reference about a, a football reference, and they've been uh, on me. So there's an element of humor in it as well, uh, but good guys, really smart, really do their due diligence. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun today. Now, I know Norlander a little bit. Where are you on the music front? Can you match wits with him on that, or is it just basketball between you two guys? Yeah, I've got nothing. Okay. I mean, we, we did, you know, he's got the, got the guitars hanging up there and stuff, and I'm just like, I'm just like, can I get you some basketballs, maybe a jersey to hang up in the... Like, 
yeah, I've, I've got nothing on that front. It's incredible. You can follow Adam Finkelstein on Twitter, at Adam Finkelstein. He's also the director of scouting for 24-7 Sports. I know it's going to be a long day, Adam, so I appreciate you starting the day with us, man. Take care. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take thanks, care. Adam. Adam Finkelstein. Oh, pretty good breakdown there. Well, now Pete knows the NBA draft right. tonight, which is good. Thank you. And I thought that the last basketball answer took us back to your first question of, you know, to where to pay attention in the draft, yeah. that that developing trend of using, you know, picks 20 through 30, so to speak, right. on an older player that immediately feels, you know, kind of fills a need, that's where you might get the college basketball names that you're looking for coming back in the, the late in that first round. That's true. So there'll be plenty to watch for tonight. Uh, I always enjoy the NBA draft. I don't know. I enjoy making fun of bad suits. I enjoy yes. seeing families happy. And as I said the other day, when I saw Webb and Yama in person at Yankee Stadium, I, I think one of the funniest things in the world is seeing two humans at completely <laughs> different sizes side by side. So give me more 6'11", 7-foot guys and Adam Silver, 5-whatever, you know, hip to hip. One of the pictures I'm so regretful we didn't get a week ago was Katie Linendahl in between he who should not be named at Badlands Booker. Oh, man. And seeing what that size situation would have looked like. <sighs> Katie Poor may thing. not be with us today if she took a picture in between. You know, have we checked in with her post your announcement? Last night. Okay. She was at the airport, and she said, tell me what I'm reading is not real. Mm. She had been checking in. She was very busy at a tech conference post Bob's yes. bar. So I had called Katie, full disclosure, on Monday and Tuesday. The only guest that we've ever on the show that I, I felt I owed a phone call to. Okay. Before... The news was going to break on Tuesday. Okay, because I thought it would break, and like many listeners, I you know I, I have a really good relationship with Katie, and uh, she only found out yesterday because she been so She goes, "I missed your calls. I did, I just assumed you were thanking me for the stuff, and we're going to talk." And you know, so I uh, mean, her going to have to talk more this weekend, but I'm going to miss Katie as well. Obviously, with the stuff we've done here, I think that's the thing that Da is going to have to get in writing that you can't book her on your new show <laughs> because if you guys you, get Katie in the divorce. Well, if you go back in time. I'm pretty sure that our good friend Taz was the first person that brought Katie into these into this building. Yeah. And then DA kind of slowly pulled her away, and then Taz and Moose disappeared, yeah. so it was a free-for-all. You can't have her. There's a, there's quite a few guests, and this, again, shows this show how like unique it is, where I there are guests that started just strictly me reaching out to them as guests, like, and they've actually become friends where we text about normal stuff. Katie Linendahl is one of them. Jared Greenberg, another. Tyler Dunn, another yes. one of those. All really, really good people. So obviously I'm not leaving the business. I'm still going to have a relationship with all of these people. But again, that kind of unique relationship only starts on a show like this. And I don't want to speak for DA, but you can have Tyler, you can have Jared. You can't have Katie. Okay. Maybe that'll be the split. Now, whoever the new producer is going to walk, I'm going to tell you right now, is going to need Jared and Tyler. You know, when you're sitting there at 11 p.m. going, oh, no. No, I mean, we could find another NBA guest and another guy that has a great, it's not a sub stack that Tyler writes at, but, like, we we can find another one of them. Katie's irreplaceable. Yeah, she is. And she gets free gifts. I mean, that's really the thing we're looking for here. Yeah. And in particular, I want to, you know, you and DA get the stuff all the time. Then Pete and I get stuff at the holidays and whatever, which is great, but I want to jump up. So I can get my hands on whatever version of the remote control cooler is available next spring. It dawned on me. You know what? I'm going to get serious FOMO when the spooktacular comes out and I'm listening in my car like Dixieland Dan. Oh, that's right. I'm hearing, you know, whatever Pete is dressed as. I'm That'll be a DA FOMO moment for me. I had a good idea the other day for my costume, which always applies to the show, and I didn't write it down, and now it's gone. Okay. Good times. All right, when we come back, we're going to toast some things. A Thirsty Thursday, I'm sure Carlos is going to toast shoelaces or something. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh... Probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. Oh, baby, we're going to do some booskies. Let's start it off with Carlos with a toast. Carlos? I'm going to toast dog walking apps. <laughs> Thanks, Very Shep. simple reason. <laughs> Very, yeah, I know. Thanks, Thanks, Shep, for taking the book in today. Uh, I'm going to toast dog walking apps because... Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. I just thought of a great name for a Shep app if he does that. Shep in your step. What's a dog walking app, Carlos? Literally, you can you can book people to walk your dog. Okay. So, like, I have somebody coming in at 1130 to walk my dog because my wife is out all day. I'm doing two other things after this show today. So, I'm out essentially all day. Ooh, that dog's man. not going to walk. No. Hard hat guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, someone's got to walk that dog. So uh, and it ain't going to be me, Carlos says. So you, what, leave your key somewhere? Somebody goes into so your I, house I, and takes your dog? I put it into a box. I leave the box outside. The walker has instructions to find said box. There's a code that's unique to them. What, like you hide it somewhere? Well, no. It's like, you know, in the front You know, it's in the front of my house. Okay. You know, like well, an, an Airbnb, like all those places have yeah. little... Little okay. things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a green box. But uh, sure. the guy takes the keys out of the, out of the box. He goes in. He grabs the dog. Walk around for about half an hour, brings the dog back in, see you later, and moves on with your life. And I give him like 20-something bucks. So, uh, wow, good stuff. Hey, listen, it's either that or spend more on cleaning supplies, trying to clean the crap off of my kitchen floor. So, uh, uh, toast to the uh, dog walking apps. Boogies. All right. You don't have a backyard? No, I live in an apartment building in the middle of Queens. That dog has no, like, he has no business being there. I always have a tough time with that as a dog. Every dog needs a home. But, man, I don't think I could have a dog without a backyard. It's it's one of the guilt feelings that I have. Like yeah. I, I want to buy a house just for that dog. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it, man. Does it take you a long time to build up the trust to let a stranger into your house? <laughs> oh, I don't trust these this. people. I, I I hide stuff of value that you know away from that, that can Shep. be seen. And I also have a camera. Like so, when Chef wants to come in and see, camera's know, what key. I have, yeah, I we have, have a, a camera, camera that's pointed right at the door. So if something does go missing, Shep. I can just notify the company. Let me tell you something right now. If Chef, if that was the Chef app, if it was Chef in your step, and you downloaded that, and he came in to walk your dog. He'd be heating up Hot Pockets, taking Uncrustables out of the freezer. Right, he'd be a squatter. Well, yeah. He'd live there. The pizza rolls yeah. outside so you could just warm them up. Oh, that's unbelievable. All right, Pete, what do you got? I am toasting the D-Aliens at Bob's uh, Bar. So easy. I'm going easy there. We love you. Thank you for coming. Uh, and hopefully we have something down the line there. We, we visit this yep. something similar next year. I love it. Booskies. Booskies. Pete, you know, this was discussed yesterday after the show without you. We thought maybe next year backyard party at your house. Peace, <laughs> rock away. Um, yeah, I mean, you just toasted well, them, yeah. so you should have no problem, well, right? I got I to build a bar first. <laughs> no, no bar. We'll put yeah. up some patio furniture. Right. Oh, yeah, that's not going to go over well. Huh. Mm. Well, you just toasted I think you'd be very more than welcome no, no. to have in your backyard. I, 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 would, I would enjoy that opportunity, but I don't have the necessary stuff. Uh, oh, so it's just logistics. Have. It's not logistics. welcoming yeah. these people into your property. Gotcha. Well, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Interesting. All right, Schwartz, are we toasting? I am toasting Victor Webinyama. I feel like the two of us got off to a bad start a few weeks ago. And if I'm going to have to report on him on these updates and potentially talk about him on shows, I feel like I owe him an apology because I didn't know who he was. You know, we don't give French basketball scores on CBS Sports Radio or on the WFAN updates. We, we I don't. literally have... Had no idea who he was oh, until I saw a tweet about him. So I want to apologize to Victor. I want to toast him and congratulate him on being the number one pick in tonight's NBA draft. Booski. That's very nice of you, Schwartz. 
To the mm. victor go the spoils, huh? Oh. Mm. To the victor go the spurs? No. Whoa. Not bad. That's not, like that? not funny. Oh. Oh. See, Morty doesn't have Fine. to leave. See, it was a tangled web yeah. that oh. I had to go through. All right. Everyone can wow. do it. Wow. Boy, headlines tomorrow should be no big deal, huh? Uh, if you can do it, Tuba can do it, too. <laughs> oh, Wimbenyama. What's my name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good now. All right. Uh, San Antonio, no. Thanks for asking, Sean. A uh, second straight week. <laughs> I'm going to toast people who can't actually enjoy a booski. Uh... I'm going to toast both of my kids. Today, I'm running out of this place at 10-whatever to get home because my daughter graduates, air quotes, from sixth grade, moving up to middle school. So we get an afternoon ceremony back on Long Island, in Long Island. Got to get there in a hurry. And tomorrow, my kid's no, got No, it's his... on. You were right the first time. Uh, next, uh, tomorrow, my kid, weather permitting, has his first uh, district baseball game. He made a little wow. our neighborhood all-star team playing wow. other neighborhoods. Um, hoping to advance outside of our little nook of Long Island, but we'll see. But uh, got his uniform last night with the Little League patch on the sleeve, his name on the back, his own hat with his number on there it. You go. That it is says cool. All-Star on it. I'm That's pumped. That's great. You know what? You need to start muttering and act like a nickname is born. You got to start calling him Jake the Rake. Well, this, they, they call him Jake the Snake, and he, does, but he doesn't get he Jake the Rake, get, like he's always hit. Yeah, that makes that's more baseball sense. But the problem with Jake the Snake, they don't understand the Jake the Snake Roberts yeah. right. reference. Jake the Snake was a heel. You know, I'm sure people love your kid. Yeah. Oh, does he have yeah. heelish tendencies? Is he Jake fast? Jake was a face, too. He's quick. Jake the Quake? No, Jake the Rake is better. Okay. Just call him Rake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rake Bogish is a good, oh, a good yeah. sportsman. That's a good old strapping yeah. American name. Hopefully he can bog down and do a good job. Mm. It's not funny. There's something there. <laughs> yeah. In the land of Jake Believe. Um, anyway. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna toast <laughs> I'm gonna toast knockout Neil slash Eric with a K. You know, when I showed up... Two guys, one toast? When I showed up six days ago at Bob's Bar and I parked my car on my own because Gelb wasn't there yet, I said to myself, well, I'm not seeing my car again until Saturday. I'm going to have to, you know, get back and my wife dropped me (laughs) off and I'll get the car. But thanks to Knockout Neil and Eric with a K, I had to essentially stop drinking to make sure nothing went awry. So I didn't wake up Saturday with a hangover. I also woke up with my car on my own driveway. Um... You know, now it, it could be my last ever true event where I was a part of the show and could hang out with listeners and drink and have a really good time. I didn't get to experience that because I had to worry about a guy who wouldn't sit the freak down and kept spitting in my face, talking really close, uh, or then bumping into me as I tried to eat my egg sandwich uh, and then kept basically putting his arms around me to the point it was too much. Now, I, yeah, I mean, that was all great, but I really am toasting the fact that I didn't wake up with a hangover and I could drive my car to my house. You know, again, would have been great to really get drunk with Steven Severna Park mm. or, you know, show moist pork how moist I can get. That would have been great. Hey, now. Or maybe oh, drink uh. some of Gloria Splat's Kona Big Waves he was genuine to mm. bring me. But again, I had to stop to make sure that nothing got out of control. So I just, I want to toast Neil. Thank you, bud. By the way, Neil did apologize, so I should point that out. But I still, I've been waiting. Can to he get apologize for putting his tongue yeah. in my ear? Yeah. So there you go. That's your Thirsty Thursday. 855-212-4227. I had one of Gloria Splat's Konas because they're delicious. But yeah, he wasn't drinking them. He had some kind of, I think he said it was Japanese beer that almost was coming out of like a mini champagne bottle that he was pouring just for himself. Biggest upset, Gloria Splat, a good guy. So I said this week that I didn't, I, I that Moist Pork didn't Not a look, jerk in person. No. Gearboard warrior. Um. <laughs> Moist pork didn't look as as regal as I was expecting. Yeah, I would have never thought Gloria Splat looked like that too. Regular yeah. guy, good guy, doesn't match the persona. No, and he was very upset that Cap had already revealed his identity identity as Eric and Nova on uh, right. Yeah, and Cap played dumb. I don't remember doing that. I mean, Cap, we all have the text. <laughs> Cap got some strong hamstrings because yeah. you know he backs it up so much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there you go. Uh, either way, it was a fun time. And I and look, Neil, I can't. We can't encourage drinking at a bar, and then when a guy gets too drunk, kill the guy. So it was not. But you know, there comes a point in time where get a well, feel for a room. I mean, there is 
You don't need 17 twisted tees before six. If you can't handle it, you got to know how, how you handle yourself. Yeah, if you want to be that messed up at 8 p.m. because you've been drinking since 6 a.m., that I can understand. But to be in that state as fast yeah. as he was, well, I think, or, is where the concern comes in. Or there's different kinds of inebriated, right? Like, everybody handles their – you could be – Randy like, in Alabama. Right. Was fine. Great. Right. Fun and giggly is fine, but well, like he asked to the, me the same question for okay, times. that did happen yes. to the point where you're aggressive. Yeah, oh, the worst. And then everybody looking at me, you know, Bob's Bar, Sean, you organized this. Take care of this. Oh, great. So I had to handle that. That was fun. Okay, <laughs> I'll stop ranting now. It is a thirsty Thursday. <laughs> All right, Stephen Severna Parks is good morning, Sean and Andrew. I'm toasting our dogs. They love us no matter what. Toasting all of the ones with us and those who have moved on. Love them. Hashtag Booskies. Jeez, Steve. Booskies. Don't make me cry there. Great jo- guy, Steve. Joe Mama tweets, and I trashed my broken wrist on Tuesday, so toast to having a uh, to having of work? Off of oh. work. Uh, yeah, of work. that's Joe what Mama. it is. Come on, man. Missing an F. Dixieland Dan, toast to you, Mraz. I truly believe the DA show would not be where it is without you. Great member of the mothership and going to be greatly missed. I consider you a good friend, even if we've never met. Thank you, Mraz. We Dalians <laughs> wish you nothing but happiness, my friend. I appreciate that, Dan. Booski. I do consider you a friend as well. Uh, Adam, the former bath guy, not the current one, says, I'm toasting my soon-to-be 19-year-old daughter for completing her first year of university, all while working and earning her own money. Hashtag making daddy proud. Booski. Good for you, Adam. How about Mariana? Should we ask uh, Adam if she's hot enough for boil? Uh, I'm toasting to my toddler. Yesterday, he ate his first entire cheeseburger. He didn't even pick it apart, just ate the whole thing like a real human. Hashtag sodium with puffiness. Booski. Like a real human. I've been there, too. You forget that your kids are human beings. They forget that you yeah. are. I remember when Taylor finally <laughs> went in the potty. I was like, look, she went in the, she went in the bathroom like a real human. Unlike your dad. For the first time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can do it too, Daddy. I promise. Exactly. They're training you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wolf Stars, Waiha Nakawizi, a.k.a. Mike, tweets in, I'm, to- I'm toasting all the amazing pictures people shared from Friday's Bob's Bar Show. Thanks all who did that. I hope the tradition somehow continues. Hashtag Bob's Bar Show 3. As we said, we're going to work on that. With DA, if we want it to continue, people are going to have to pitch in and do a little more help. Is there a third sister DA could marry to get back yeah. in the... Like, what? And I should actually... I should toast my sisters as well. I think them and my parents, like, those eggs didn't cook themselves. There was a lot of cleaning up that went into it. I really do thank my whole family for doing it. I think it almost goes because we're doing the show unnoticed. Like, the thing needs to operate with, for lack of a better term, uh, employees of Bob's Bar. Yeah. And they served as that. No, they... I. They're amazing. I can't, I don't know how you came out of the four of them. We're all a little screwed up. Let's be honest. But they're, we all they're can put on a good you. show. Yeah, but like you, one sister was inside working, yeah. like legitimately working. Yeah. The other one has, the, I think, the a, like a really good job. Yeah, she banged out. A little sick day. So like, they're both married, I think. Well, one of them One's about home, right? to get married. She's still living at home, okay. but there's talks to break her contract with home and get out to somewhere else. But has she been home longer than you were home? Uh, oh, yeah. She's 30. Okay. I was out at 24. All right, so that's a, that's a tough sell. Right. You at least were down the block at some point. Yeah. But I still think they live in a, like, under normal parameters. Like, all of them have a handle of what languages are spoken in what country. <laughs> and fresh water, that's salt true. water. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. No, we're, we're functional adults. They sure. are. Like, they don't have accidents. I mean, I'm a that functional adult. First of all, everybody has accidents. And anybody no, tells you they've no, never they had don't. an accident is no, lying. No, they don't. No one else has done what you've done twice. You've on, never on... trusted a fart wrongly. I have never had to run away from a microphone and throw so underpants what I'm talking out. about. Okay, sorry that, that that hasn't happened to you at work. I'm talking about in life. No. Yeah, in Couch, life. out at the park. Yeah. Schwartz, come on. Yeah, in life. You've had no. Some- yes, of course. Okay. See, Schwartz is admitting to it. you're Great. lying. I'm bogus. glad you have. Co- I'm glad you have company. I know that Bilotti has made in his pants before. <laughs> Click no. a pen. One no. pen is yes, I have. <laughs> Two clicks is no, I haven't. Doofus. Why do you think Eric and Nova's name is Glorious Splat? He relates. Apparently, he's proud of it too. If it's yeah. glorious, come on, Carlos. You brag a lot about some of the food you eat, right? 
Yeah. Huevos Rancheros, you're not running for the hills? Well, first of all, I'm not Mexican, but I will enjoy some <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your racism as well. <laughs> Thanks for your very sensitivity. But yes, at like 2 o'clock in the morning, you might feel like, oh, I thought that was air, and I have to run out. But you get to the bathroom, don't you? Like a, like a functioning adult, or Thank a real you. functioning adult. Yeah. We've all had to rush your the poll name of Schwartz's biography. All right, let's... <laughs> Before we give Pete a heart attack, let's get to the update. <laughs> it is draft night in the NBA. The Power 20 forward center, Victor. Rob... <laughs> Victor <laughs> exactly. Webinyama. Webinyama. <laughs> Victor Webinyama. Yes, that guy expected to go number one to the Spurs, and he was asked yesterday about the hype surrounding him. No. Um, you know, I, I don't let this all this uh all, all this stuff get into my head cuz I you know I got such high expectations for myself that uh, I'm immune to all this stuff. So, no, I don't I really don't care. The Hornets will have the second pick, the Blazers third, then the Rockets and Pistons will round out the top 5. The Celtics, Wizards and Grizzlies reportedly agreed to a three-team trade that sends center Kristaps Porzingis to the Celtics, guard Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, and guard Tyus Jones to the Wizards. And the Nuggets will Victor reportedly Web acquire... Web and Yama? I'm done with him already. <laughs> Victor Web and Yama? Can you hear me now? Yeah, try it. Go ahead. Web and Yama? I'm having a problem with the signal from France. Web and Yama? Yeah. <laughs> Peter, you broke up there. Uh, yeah, try it again. I don't know if it's your internet or not. Try one more. Victor Webinyama. <laughs> oh, good time. Yeah. Sure you want to go down the hall? <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Nuggets will reportedly acquire the 29th and 32nd. Brian Windhorst on TV right now looks exactly how I looked at a suit the other day. <laughs> Can't get yeah, that top button. You were button. not that pale, though. <laughs> Cannot get that, that top pale. button. Yeah. yeah he looks like Paul Bearer from the old WWE yes. right now. <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> of course he is. He birthed Undertaker and Kane. Was he working the phones all night? <laughs> He looks yellow. Right. Somebody, somebody tell Wendy the Marcus Smart trade's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuggets will reportedly acquire the 29th and 32nd overall picks in tonight's draft from the Pacers in exchange for a 2024 first-round pick and the 40th overall pick tonight. This college basketball news this morning, Duke head coach Danny Hurley has reportedly agreed to a new six-year contract that will guarantee him almost 33 million dollars that new deal will put him among the highest paid coaches in the nation now under contract through the 28-29 season now to baseball let's start in san francisco two strikes to count here it is swing line line right center field that's going to get in there base hit peterson around third heading home here comes a long throw to third from chachi's way offline as yastrzemski's in there safely and the hits just Keep on coming for the Giants. John Miller, Giants Radio. Giants have made a 10 in a row. They beat the Padres 4-2. Now in Arizona. McGill, look at second, and now the 0-2. Curveball. That's hit in the air. Right center down for a base hit. Pavin's going to be waved around third, and he will score another RBI for Rivera. And it's now 5-1 Diamondbacks. How did John Sterling get in the Diamondbacks radio group? <laughs> I don't Diamond, know. Diamond, that's unbelievable. He's, he's, he's amazing. Diamondbacks over the Brewers 5-1. to one. Also yesterday, you had the Dodgers beat the Angels 2-0. Rangers over the White Sox 6-3. The Yankees beat the Mariners 4-2. So obviously John Sterling was able to get a very quick flight to Arizona after calling that game. Astros beat the Mets 10-8. You had the Blue Jays over the Marlins 6-3. Hockey, Henrik Lundqvist, Mike Vernon, Pierre Turgeon, Tom Barrasso among those elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And now... It's time to get stunned. Webinyama. Let's go. Let's go. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Yeah, I think sometimes in life as you get older, the way you get paid for your job 
becomes a little different. Like you start out, maybe you deliver newspapers, you got paid in cash. Yes. Um, you know, certain oddball jobs, you get paid in cash, right? Yeah. Then you get like real jobs somewhere down the road and you get paid with a check. Right. And now more modern times, we get paid direct deposit. Direct deposit. Beautiful right in, thing. Right into your bank. Like you don't yep. have to go cash a check, sign anything. The money Love goes it. in. Well, Love it. This comes from Atlanta. You won't believe it. The owner of an auto repair shop who paid a former employee with 91,500 oily pennies has been ordered by a judge to pay nearly 4 million more cents. A federal judge ruled that Miles Walker, who owns AOK Walker Auto Works in Peachtree City, Georgia, owes $39,934 to nine workers for unpaid overtime and damages. Attorneys for Walker damages. agreed to the payments to settle a civil lawsuit brought by the U.S. Labor Department accusing Walker of retaliating against former employee Andreas Flatten in 2021. Flatten filed a complaint with an agency saying Walker owed him a final $915 paycheck. The employer dumped that amount in oil-covered <laughs> pennies in Flatten's driveway. The mountain of loose change came with a pay stub signed with an expletive. Didn't we do this original story in Stun in 2021? So, this is my fault. I saw this as an update yesterday, and I meant to tell this the members of here today that we had done. We did the original story. I'm we, having deja vu. Yeah, we yeah. did the story where this 915 bucks in pennies was dumped on the driveway, and this now is the follow up to that. That being that being a jerk that day has wow. now cost him forty thousand dollars. So it's okay to give the update. No, yeah. no, 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 it is. Yeah, I'm just making sure it's the same story that I'm, I'm having flashbacks to two years yeah. ago about. Yeah. So you have to pay. And by the way, so damages is what? The fact that you made them wait that long for the money? I See, I don't. I, what I didn't That's fully incredible. see was the timeline, whether because he was a jerk, that led other people to go after him, or this was all happening at the same time. But I guess the damages are, yeah, that like, you didn't pay me, therefore I missed out on some extra cash. Wow. And, Right. There's well, nothing worse than not getting paid at a job. Nothing worse. Uh, pay your employees. They are not servants. Pay your employee. And come on, you're gonna be a jerk to somebody because they want their money and dump oily <laughs> pennies on their driveway. I have no time for somebody like that. Frankly, yeah. they should owe more money. There. Well, yeah, Walker, he does. Uh, well, they do. <laughs> Walker agreed to pay nearly eight thousand seven hundred dollars more to flatten and owed overtime and damages. Eight other workers are to receive amounts between fourteen. Before you finish that, he's screwing employees that bad. Could you imagine what he's doing you to you as the customer? We've all yeah. been at these yeah. auto shops. Oh, yeah. Where you need something else replaced. If I hear one more time about my cabin filter. I mean, You have to have trust in your mechanic. You really, it's hard to find one. You... This guy definitely screws over his employees left and right. And I, I mean, his uh, patrons. Got it. You know? You got to change the differential fluid in your yeah. car. Yeah. The differential fluid. Oh, my. When I first started driving, I took the car to my, my car to my first oil change. I took it to a Jiffy Lube, oh, boy. and the guy comes out and goes, everything is fine except you really should change your differential fluid. Now, I didn't know anything better, so I said, okay, change it. I was like 30 bucks, whatever it was, right? And I came home. My father, may rest in peace, said to me, how did everything go with the oil change? I said, it was great. And you know, and, and the really nice guy there said the differential fluid had to be changed. <laughs> oh, and he no. said, are you stupid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's incredible. So I learned at a very young age that if they ever tell you to change your differential yeah. fluid, don't do it. Because yeah. your father will yell at you. I was today years old Un knowing that's not a real thing. Unreal. I do it all the time. Every yeah. six months. Well, now I know not to look out for that. You know who shouldn't change the differential fluid? The Cincinnati Reds. We discuss them next. Yeah. The A Show on CBS Sports Radio. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, happy Thursday, Thursday on the doll. The old da 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 da. How about the Reds, man? 11 game win streak. I believe the NL record is 26 straight wins set by the 1916 Giants. Hmm. And then the Cleveland Indians at the time had that amazing win streak, the American League record at 22. So we're 11 wins away from what would have been the American League record. Of a few years ago, but the Reds in the National League. This is kind of amazing, man. They flipped their season. This is a team, as we mentioned, they traded their ace last year. They are a fun story, bad division. Still only, what, six games over 500. But the question, Bogus, is when does this win streak end? And unfortunately, I think it's this weekend because they play the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, 
I think the bigger question is, does it become an 11-game losing streak? Because that's what the the A's have just done. Yeah. Gone from seven up to seven down. The Pirates had the great April, a crappy May, and now June all of a sudden has turned into like an eight-game skater, a nine-game yeah. skater at this point. I think that's the question for the Reds. This has been amazing. At some point, they're going to be a very, very good team in that division in the National League. But do they have real staying power now in 2023? That's the question. Um, I think this entire division sits basically goes this way the entire time where just a game or two above 500 sure. might be good enough to, to steal it. So that plays in their favor. But, I mean, they're clearly going to come back down to earth. It's just how far back down do they come? There was a person who had like $1.62 left in one of their betting app accounts mm. that placed a futures bet before the season on all six division winners in baseball including the Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks, and included the Cincinnati Reds. Really? Right now, all six are the ones in the lead. They are offering, and I forget whatever gambling partner this is, for $1.62, a cash out of north of $8,000 right now. The payout, if he does not take it and it all hits by the end of the year, yeah. is $1.12 million. No, you got to let it ride. $8,000 is nothing to sneeze at for a buck, bro. Uh, you cash out. No, the I let Reds it ride. Not I put one a dollar down. The argument being, you'll never have another chance this close to win a million dollars exactly. in your life. But man, that could go upside down. Can all six division winners from this moment forward win the division? If it is, and this guy doesn't cash out or female cash out, he would win over a mil. That's incredible, and that's what the Cincinnati Reds have done to people here. All right, we come back. Joe Theismann on the Commanders game change. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio. You're in a five-minute break. Four minutes, 30 seconds remaining. minutes remaining. Three minutes, 30 seconds remaining. Three minutes remaining. Thirty seconds remaining.
One minute, 30 seconds remaining. One minute remaining. Forty five seconds remaining. Thirty seconds remaining. Fifteen seconds. Break ends in five seconds. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 